Hey folks, the park's closed. The moose out front should have told you. Yes, uh, we're here to see Mr. Roy Wally. What is your name, sir? Clark W. Griswold. What's this regarding, Mr. Grizzle? Ah, uh, we're here for public amusement relations. Or is a summer inspection to a personal matter. Ah, inspection. Well, nobody, uh, nobody notified this office of, um, of anything. Well, I'm notifying you. I'm afraid I'm going to need a little more than that, sir. Okie dokie. How's this? Clark, have you lost your mind? Where did you get that? Sporting goods store, honey. Now you listen to me, fat ass. You do what I say and it won't be any problem, okay? Okay. We just drove 2,460 miles just for a little Roy Wally entertainment. The moose says you're closed. I say you're open. Yeah. So apparently, um, Bart Ray, Bart Rager owes Ford a hundred and forty-one million dollars. That's no big deal, though. He sold Tones a Jeep, I think. So we're good. Everything's wow. fine here. How's that audio sound? Oh, that sounds good. Sounds good. So so good. Well, who are you? I am at Point Break underscore Dave. I I thought this was a two-man podcast, and I'm hearing a third voice I'm unfamiliar with. Well, if we want to go down that road, I will say the last two weeks, which were both no-episode weeks, I believe I texted you two fine gentlemen and was like, I am free to record any day, you name it, I'll be there. And this is such a bluff. Like He knows that you we're not able to record, so suddenly he's l- like perpetually available you can ask glenn glenn will back me up on this i was around it was you two circus animals that couldn't get things together i feel like it was a pretty well-known fact that glenn was not around to use your term it was in an entirely different time zone <laughs> i was time traveling last <laughs> week oh goodness could have reached out to me live from splash mountain oh well, yeah, we'll get into that <laughs> later. In so that's what they that's detail. what they're calling it these days, huh? <laughs> Splash Mountain sounds like a Ric Flair term. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> Could make like a whole character around a guy that's like got all the Ric Flair mannerisms, but everything's just like a tick off. Splash like Mountain instead of Space the, Mountain. Ask the ladies if they want to take a ride on Splash Mountain. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. So this is Tell Me Where to Turn. Uh, North Dallas's faith-based part-time podcast of choice. I think we've all progressed beyond the delusion that we're going to get this thing done every week, but this is episode 90. I don't remember if it's... So we're only 10 away from the century mark. I think it just made sense once we got to the 90s to just stop recording podcasts. (laughs) <laughs> I think what we need to do is get to the hundred and then have some type of Rager Dykes incident. <laughs> so did you read about like, that? Because I never have actually paid for the mixer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of letting that one hang there until the guy in the Amazon marketplace comes after me. 
With a I'm nice to, lean. I'm hoping to yeah, hoping to time it right about episode 100 when we have to put the show into chapter 11 bankruptcy. As we're headed to small claims court. Yes. Is it a red flag when we are restructuring to preserve assets and our only asset is a mixer? <laughs> uh, yeah, this whole operation is a red flag. Can you imagine if we had advertisers, how mad they'd be that we haven't had a podcast in weeks? I think those are... Those are uh, there's some correlation or causation there. I feel like if there was money on the table, we might all make a little more effort <laughs> to get one out weekly. Uh, it's summer break season. Everybody needs, people even need a break from listening. It's true. You got to rest your ears like you rest your mind and your soul. But Dave, I, I've got an assignment for you, speaking of monetizing the podcast. All right. Since you apparently have plenty of time because you're available literally all times to record. All times. Just one of those times. Figure out how we can get in on that Blue Chew money. (laughs) (laughs) They sponsor every single podcast I listen to now, including one that I think has less listeners than we do. (laughs) That that seems impossible. (laughs) Okay, well, hear me out. You're just talking about silence is what you're talking about. I had... Seem impossible. (laughs) I was looking for some instant feedback after Raw Monday. Okay. And I Googled, you know, Monday Night Raw recap podcast and found this one, started listening to it. It was okay. I mean, it was the production quality was not tell me where to turn level. And the two guys didn't seem like they had, it, it was very tell me where to turn ass. The two guys that were doing it didn't really seem like they might have even watched the entire episode, <laughs> but they were recapping it. And then I went and looked at their Twitter account and the, their whole show had like less than 200 followers on Twitter. Well, but I mean, they I had two could double R's, and we're probably right there. <laughs> they had two blue chew spots in their in their uh, episode. I think it could be a false flag. <laughs> they're just paying they're like just, they're just. No, I think it's probably like the SeatGeek model. I think you know because they were like you know use our promo code. So I think it's the same thing. I think you sign up as an affiliate, and then if anybody orders blue chew and types in, you know, well, I'm not going to say what they should type in because we got to get it set out first, but. It'd probably be where to turn. I would say, speaking. I would say that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I, 90% of our listeners probably could benefit from Blue Chew. What is Blue Chew? It's a chewable Viagra. <sighs> you can get it online. You can do your consult <laughs> with a air quotes doctor and get a prescription for it. And because you chew it, it works almost immediately. Oh, I mean, I've, I've had the <laughs> chewable creatine before, so I'm... It comes in discreet packaging, Glenn. <laughs> So you know that feeling of power. You can yeah. take it on a full stomach. The box is shaped like a giant. <laughs> it's shaped like four-hour regret. But think about it, though. If we were able to do that, maybe we'd record once a week just because we'd have that, that big blue chew money coming in. You may be onto something. Probably not. Did we we introduce the show right? Yeah, and we're we're at where to turn. at where to turn yeah. pod on Twitter, and I'm at Glenn three underscore eleven. Yes, and I'm at Tommy two underscore zero, and he just is at Point Break Dave. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> just that's it. That's, that's, who who I am. that's what it says yeah. on his driver's license. Yeah, and on his tombstone that we're fashioning. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking so. of of tombstones, I had to put my dog down recently. Okay, that's the end of the story. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty pretty rough, pretty rough deal. It's a tough deal. That's today's sad story. Yeah. So, uh, can we talk about it, or is that okay? Or 
Uh, I mean, I, you know, what's to talk about? Yes, we can. I'll entertain. What? I will take your questions now. Ask me anything. Vet, vet or old yeller? It was vet. We're not. We're not gonna, out in the country. I was gonna at least try to like dance around that question with some legitimate questions. But did you? Uh, you stayed for. You didn't just drop him or her off. You stayed. No, I hung around. That had to happen until they held the mirror under the nose. I mean, so they did the the exam and said yeah. she is gone. Yeah. Yes, I was there. That's rough. And uh, I've had to do that. Yeah, but I feel like years. I had. To, there's no way you got to do they it. They give you the option, like you, you, you can step out. You don't have to be right. in here. I was like, I'm not. This dog is 16 years old. I've had her since she was, you know, was the size of this phone, and I'm not leaving her in here in it her last work. moments with these two strangers. It's not gonna happen. No, I think that's that's admirable. So, what did you do afterwards? Did you did you scatter the ashes? Uh, they just they cremated her and disposed of it. See, and maybe this is because I uh, am doing pretty well financially, but I actually, they gave me the ashes they, back, that, that was an option. And it was apparently packaged in some kind of biodegradable yeah. bag, and then you put it in the garden, and then a nice flower grows. Except the flower never showed up. Oh, so. no. Huh. So now I wonder, is he really dead? <laughs> Or was this whole thing like an elaborate gimmick on me? Uh, well, mine's definitely dead because I, I dropped the people's elbow on her after the doctors had cleared out just to be sure that she was gone. But yeah, a good puppy dog is gone. I'm sorry to hear that. So that's, can I? Can we? Thing. Can we get a line going on months till you get a new puppy? Uh, you better measure that in years. No, you say that you got. You got kiddos. The turnaround yeah. time happens quicker than you think. I think. Um, I think the biggest factor against that is my kids' age. Like, I don't think we'll get one until they're old enough to really participate in the handling and taking and care of the dog. Pick up excrement. That and like, hey, you. When you get up in the morning, you feed the dog. When you get home from school, you feed the dog. That type of thing. And my five-year-old, the dog would be dead within like a week and a half. Well, there's learning moments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get one we don't like first. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... Like a pug or something. Yeah. And then we'll turn him into a flower. <laughs> Speaking of dog breeds, did you know there's a... It's not called 23andMe, but there's a version of 23andMe for dogs. So you could send some DNA from your dog. Oh, really? Yeah, so... I read this story. It was actually hilarious. I should have sent it to you guys. How would you get the DNA from your dog? Well, the guy got the paper. I mean, like, how would you do it? <laughs> <laughs> the guy got the paperwork on the company, and it said he was immediately suspicious because it said, you know, you send the DNA sample, and then it said, and send a picture of your dog, and then we'll mount their picture on the little uh you oh, know. very sketchy so they're, this is they're getting the picture to <laughs> fudge it aren't they so this is what the guy did so his dog's a mutt he took the dna sample put it in a little tube and then he sent a picture that he downloaded off google images of a hundred percent purebred poodle he got the little plaque back that said we tested your dog's dna and going back four generations it's a hundred percent purebred poodle <laughs> so the guy hypothesized that they probably just have a bunch of interns in there they're like hey Look at the picture of this dog. Yeah. <laughs> Type out what you think it is. Kind of genius. It's another business opportunity that we missed out on. Who would care about that? 
about the is that a serious question? Generational DNA of your dog. I invite you to walk around uh, to the dog park on the other side of this neighborhood, and I could probably uh, introduce you to about a hundred people right now that would very much care about that. A lot of white people. Have you ever met dog people? And do you see where this neighborhood is? <laughs> hey, on that fact, there was a. Uh, I don't, I don't, Glenn may know this. Briefly, Tommy and I worked for the same company, which not surprisingly <laughs> went out of business. <laughs> this is like post-college. Like, this was a real job. Post-9-11. Uh, okay. That as well. That makes sense. <laughs> um, but we had a co-worker who had four, five... At least. Standard poodles, the big ones. Okay. Poodles are a beating, by the way. Full, like... Show quality, um, you know, purebred, and apparently I didn't know this because I'm not a dog person, but for that pure breed, there's a lot of inbreeding. <laughs> so like two of them were absolutely insane. Like they were just horrible dogs. But this woman was so crazy. She came into work one day and she was like talking about. She was like. Mentioned in quick succession, oh, I'm really tired today, and then, but my dogs did the cutest thing, you have to see it. So she pulls up a picture of all five dogs laying on her bed, and she's like, yeah, I went to go to bed last night, and they were all sleeping up there, and I didn't want to disturb them, so I just slept on the floor. (laughs) So you want to revise your original question? (laughs) Well, I mean, you can find people that are into anything, but that seems... (laughs) Pretty rare. rare, yeah. I would think it'd be pretty rare that you'd be interested in going back two and three generations on your dog. But, hey, maybe 161 and me is for <laughs> some people that I just don't know right now. So we've been doing some show traveling, or you guys have, and I think before we get to recent show traveling, you said you were incensed when you listen to our Vegas episode? <laughs> Absolutely incensed. No, but I think it was adequate coverage. At, of what? That your Vegas trip? No, of our, our mutual friend that got on the uh, oh, yeah, 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 right. TV table on ESPN. Right. I but wouldn't know because I was covering it without seeing it. <laughs> From a show perspective, I think myself... After our friend won a decent-sized pot, getting a very loud Ric Flair, woo, on ESPN primetime. It's pretty solid. Do we still have that footage on video somewhere? Uh, check the TV real fast. Ooh, I do. tough. Mm. This Uh-oh. guy will not be appearing on uh, Tell Me Where to Turn anytime soon. He's not going to make the anniversary. In fact, he didn't quite make it to hear episode 90 and that was uh that's jerry lawler's son right yeah there, yes and what was his wrestling name brian christopher yeah and he just died of death he hung himself didn't he yes in in jail whoa and i Count read the red I, flags i read today that jerry lawler released a statement that said hey there may be more to this story that we need to get to so will there be a protest somewhere let's see what happens here speaking of i think today's robin williams birthday well, yeah, speaking of. He wasn't in jail, but. No? He's not going to be in Jumanji <laughs> 2 with The Rock. 
Have you seen the Jumanji with the Rock? Loved it. Oh, it's excellent. Have you seen no, it? No, I need to get on that. Oh, it's... And I don't really like Kevin Hart. I think he's greatly overexposed, but he is awesome in that. He's hilarious. But that so. that was the uh, the quick no, Vegas. I, I apologize, because I, I, I still have that saved on my DVR. But I think we need to get to the main event. Gave me quite a chuckle. So in today in rich people news... <laughs> Glenn, why were you not able to record last week? I was in the most liberal place in the world, the state of California. Oh, I thought you were going to say you somehow got inside of the show Twitter feed. (laughs) (laughs) I had a lot of questions on how you did that. A state they're going to rename because I think it has at least three letters that are in the word confederacy, (laughs) and they need to get... They're just going to... It's going to be a baby state. <laughs> How no. was a... Uh, did you see any plastic straws? Uh, yeah, of course. Oh. They hadn't banned them everywhere there. Oh. They do charge you for like plastic bags at the stores and stuff. They do that in Austin. That's see, annoying. There you go. A guy, a guy at work today who listens to Fox News and Patriot Radio... <laughs> Nonstop told me that in California, in a city in California, right now, if a waiter serves a plastic straw to somebody, that they can be arrested on a criminal offense. There's no way that's There's true. There's no that's way that's right. And I, I didn't have the heart to fact check him because this is like one of those guys when he starts going, I'm just like, all right, sounds good. <laughs> oh, hey, I think I'm getting a call. <laughs> but I really did want to know. So you guys haven't heard that. So I, I, I'm going to have to fact check that after the show. No, I mean, and we were in. So you didn't see anybody arrested at a no. restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> no, and we were in Anaheim. You're in a t- tourist area, so you know they're. That's not the heart of California, maybe if you will, when it comes to rules and enforcement like that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see or hear anything like that. Because at the location you went to, I feel like the com- commemorative cup and crazy straw are oh, probably yeah. a big player. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So yeah. So I did go to an Angels game. So oh, really? is that a ballpark you've not I've been to? I've never been there. What would, what would you rate the park compared to Kansas City? Ooh, Kansas City's a better ballpark. Okay. But this it's not bad. They renovated it with the rocks out in center field and all that. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. So the rock was there. No, the rock was not there. How was rock, the first aid tent? rocks. I did not go to the first aid tent. <laughs> I did enjoy a very tall Coors Original <laughs> followed by a very tall Corona. They had a Coors Original on draft? No, they just oh. have like the 24-ounce cans. There's only one Was place Was it just running down it. those rocks and you just kind of <laughs> got it from there? <laughs> it's where they filter it. You tapped the rocks? <laughs> you don't want to venture out on the rocks because if they'd home run, there's fire that shoots out of there. Interesting. Wow. You, don't, you don't want that shooting up on you. Uh, so I went to a game, and then uh, the next four days solid. One day at Legoland, three days at Disneyland with, wow. my, with the wife and the five-year-old and the three-year-old. Wow. And I mean solid. Like, first day was from eight to eight. The other days were from like either eight or ten until midnight. Quick question. Every day. I want to know how that went because... We recently took the six and four year old to Six Flags, and we were planning on possibly doing Disney next year. And we left Six Flags being like, they ain't ready. Um, it's very difficult at times. 
It is. Uh, just because they get tired. Now, I don't know about either one of yours or specifically the older one, if they're willing to ride like every ride or they hesitate. She was game. Okay, then that, that helps. Because I had no idea going in. We'd never been, we'd never taken them to any type of amusement park. Tower of Terror. Do we ride that? They don't have that there. Yeah, they do. That's Orlando. No, no. Yeah. I've just recently been there. I can assure you they have it there. <laughs> I we rode it there. We didn't ride it. Yes. Um, I can assure you that it exists. I think they recently rebranded it something different. Did uh, you go... But they do have it. Uh, is it rebranded as the Guardians of the Galaxy ride? I don't know about that. But it was it was a... Uh, when I went there, it was Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror, and we were told that right after we left that they were changing it over to something more up-to-date for the kids. Was that in... There was a lot of question marks. Disneyland proper or in the Adventure Park area? I believe that was in proper Disneyland because I think that was day one. Because I think the first thing we rode was that, and then I had to convince my five-year-old at the time after that that every other ride we went on was about to just m- miraculously drop out of thin air and oh, scare okay. to death. So, not a good place to start with a five-year-old. So, he rode everything. The the biggest thing is just for one, it was hot there like it is here. Really? Oh yeah, it was like in the mid to upper nineties every day. Crowded? Yes, unbelievably crowded. So there are times. What a beating. There are times that you're just like, this is the worst idea <laughs> of all time. So it was that hot. Yeah. I thought that was the allure of California is that it wasn't ever hot. Well, I mean, I think it was the same kind of wave that had passed through and come here. I mean, it was 108 here instead of 98 or 100, and it was 95 there instead of probably the high 80s. Wow. So it was hot as balls. <laughs> but, you I mean, you get used to pretty much anything. But um, so we did – the our, the family borrowed a uh, stroller from uh, – family of Tommy that we could put them both in at the same time because we didn't own one of our own. I need to bring that back to you. Yeah, you can take your time. I've kind of enjoyed having the extra room in the garage. That, that essentially saved our trip because there's no... That's the thing. You have to have something you can put them in. Can't you rent them there? You can, but I don't know how much they cost. I mean, well, I, would, I mean, it saved our bacon just getting through LAX because trying to get everybody to fall in line there was just like, just get in here and yeah. shut up so we can get through here. Because otherwise you're just carrying them all day and well, and the and the you know you think they're good at walking till you get them in an environment like that, and then you're like, wow, they're tired out. They do for a while, right? But, but they, it's more than they're even used to. They do as long as they have motivation, like, right. oh, we're going from here and we're going to walk to ride Space Mountain or one of the Star Wars rides or something like that. If it's just like, yeah, buddy, we're going over here. We're just going to do some stuff and some things, and there's a show that your mom wants to see and like that. Then all of a sudden they start turning around. They're like. Pick me up. <laughs> Everything hurts. Pick me up. So, uh, you stay all day at Six Flags? We did. How is Six Flags doing these days? You want a positioning statement? Six Flags, incredibly spare. Really? Yeah. Just because you've been there a lot, or? You know, the thing was, growing up, you know, we'd probably go. When we were like, you know, whatever, 15, we'd go maybe twice a summer, maybe more. We never did like the season pass. We weren't those people. I did that. Me, we had season passes like two different summers when I was a teenager, but before I could drive. And uh, yeah, my mom or dad would drive like me and a friend or a couple friends out there and just drop us off in the morning and then come get us after they got off work. Like I did that 
probably at least once a week for an entire summer. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Surely you got tired of that. Oh, well, then not really, but then once that was over, kind of thinking about it, and then like a year goes by, two years, and somebody's like, hey, you want to bet Six Flags? I'm like, no. <laughs> and I think I went back... I think I got like free tickets or greatly discounted tickets when I was like a senior in high school. Then went with a big group, and I think we stayed for about forty-five minutes. And they were like, "Let's go over to wherever. Let's go over to Chili's to eat." <laughs> I've eaten at that Cheddar's by there <laughs> several times. Now here's my my problem yeah, why is with it Six spare? Flags is, <clears throat> and given it was me, my wife, and our two daughters, which may have had impact on it because <laughs> you're there with the kids like you can't like we can't there's six and four we can't leave them and go ride batman you well, know obviously well, it just depends how obedient they are <laughs> they're good but just even there here. you can't don't talk to anybody we'll be back in 30 minutes so you get in there and first like it's eighty bucks a ticket now, which I feel like is wait high. a minute that that can't be right. That's insane. It's if they're 80, charging eighty dollars a head at Six Flags, it's eighty dollars a head, and the like kid tickets is two and under. Everything over that eighty bucks. Can you take in a can of Coke and? Well, I found a promo code to get twenty dollars off. So that knocks it down to sixty. I'm, I'm still out. So you're still you're at two forty, like with taxes and all that. I think. Well, it was, you, you should have played a game with that. If you'd asked me what a Six Flags ticket was going for, I would have said forty one dollars. I was taking the over on that, but I would have been under eighty. Eighty's in, insane. Let's put it this way: I felt like we did it pretty well as far as like we didn't do any midway games or anything like that. And you're still like family of four. You're four bills easy. For one day at Six Flags. That, that's mind-boggling. Did you buy the, the Speed Pass thing? No. We bought standard tickets, you know, whatever, 30 bucks to park. It costs eight. $30 to park? Yeah. Not at Cheddar's, it don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you get a meal in there, just like a generic thing, that's 80 bucks. And then, you know, a couple of waters along the way. And But here's the, the thing is, I feel like, and some of the rides are cool. Like, you know, we did the Roaring Rapids. That's always fun. A uh, lady drowned on yeah, that one well, time. I can think so of one group of people that wasn't too much fun for. Yeah, how about you just stomp on her grave? Yeah. And say. like I said, the six-year-old, like, we'd never done anything with her. So take her on, like, one of the little kitty roller coasters first. Would have bet my net worth five seconds into it, like, she's out. Like, she was over there, like, holding my arm. Yeah. Like, I was like, she's scared to death. We get off of it. I want to go ride a, a big roller coaster. Right. So kind of went over and uh, figured the next stepping Get stone. Get her on the Titan. No. Stepping stones, right? <laughs> yeah. Judge Roy Scream. It's yep. classic. Yep. So we go over there, does it, got out. Let's do it again. Do it again. All right. And then we're walking around and she sees Batman. And I'm like, there That's no where way. you hang from the bottom, yeah. right? Yeah. And she's looking at it, and she's looking at it, and she's sizing it up, and it's like, is she big enough to go on that? She's like, I want to do it. I'm like, you sure? I think you have to just be like four foot tall. But that one, like, because you're hanging, there's a more of a 
a size restriction, but maybe well, there was because we went up there and she wasn't. Oh, about, she wasn't. Which was probably a thoughts and probably prayers. a win. Probably a win. <laughs> yeah, to be honest. But the thing they do is compared to like a Disney World or a Disneyland, like none of the rides have any theming. Like the lines, like nothing. We did. Yeah. We did. They have like a little kitty boat ride called. It's like I don't remember what it's called, but it's Yosemite Sam, and it like is kind of like Disney World esque. Like you go through this little thing, and there's animatronics, and it kind of tells a story. The animatronics were so spare, like no movement other than the mouth. The like audio cues were off, right? So like most of the time, you didn't hear what they were saying until you were already past it, like just terrible and then they were like changed like a lot of the rides i knew from going you know 10 years ago they're just like oh this is now uh uh what's the batman girl the villain catwoman no the other one harley quinn like, oh this yeah, is yeah. Now harley quinn's spinny crazy something but it's like the same ride they just put like a banner that says harley <laughs> quinn there's no theming. Like everything's <laughs> the exact same. It's so spare. So that's how Disneyland is is different. That's why yes. Disneyland's the goat, though, is because every detail is attended to. I mean, but tell they, me that when you're in line for the Cars ride, that that whole scenery and set wasn't like the most amazing oh, thing you've ever seen. Yeah, like when you walk into like, Cars Land or right, whatever, and I mean, it's exactly even, yeah, like the even movie. Even when you're driving in the they 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 do the mountains like the fake mountains in the. Far, far, far ground, yeah. just so you don't like lose the effect when you make that last corner. Like, oh, I'm actually in the middle of Disneyland. Like, you, you yeah. are in Radiator Springs the whole time. And it's the same. That's why it's the best. And I forgot what other area it is. And we even pointed it out that they have all the you know houses that are real, and it's just a set in the background. But they place it so perfectly that it's the real sky that you're looking at, but you're staring at it like, wait, is that the real sky <laughs> or is that like the fake yeah. sky that they've put up there? And then you wait in line. At Six Flags, it's, you're just basically waiting in line at the bank. You're exactly. just going back and forth. I never got figured out the algorithm on it, but I feel like Disneyland has some other logic to the way they shape the lines because you're not just going back and forth. It goes in these weird directions. Right. And I don't know... If that's some sort of mental game they're playing. It makes you feel like you're making progress because Probably. you can't see how much longer you yeah. have to go. And but the detail for you know, they have the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, which is similar to like the Superman ride at Six Flags. Except for that one you start at the bottom and it shoots you up yeah. and then this one you're at the top and you fall down. So that that's that's what the Tower of Terror That's what was. it was. It okay. has to be, yeah, because that's the same but like the detail inside that building of just stuff that's in that movie or you would conceivably believe that it is. They have like a video like promoing the ride that has like the people from the movie and I don't even know if Benicio del Toro is in one of those movies, but he's in like the video you watch <laughs> as you're waiting in line. Indiana Jones ride like the same thing, like yeah. the level of detail and all that yeah. is just that's why I, I was walking through there like, okay, this is why they charge so much money. Because right. they're the, giving the, me more than just you sit in a yeah. car on a track and go up and down. Right. Yeah. And, that, and that's, that's also why people make that a destination from all over the world. And I, I would be very shocked if people travel much further than like Azel to go to Six Flags. I think, 
I think people travel within Texas. Like my wife's family used to travel up from Houston to go to Six Flags. Well, do they have Astro World? Well, they didn't, I think, when they were really young. Or also Astro World. Pretty spare. You think Six Flags is spare. <laughs> Pretty spare, and at the end, apparently it got pretty dangerous, so they just <laughs> tore the whole thing down. But they had a real, I, I went there once. They had a coaster, I think it was called Greased Lightning, and similar to the Shockwave, mm-hmm. um, but it had a part, and this is so dumb, why would you do this? But it had a part where it went around and down a quick, you know, whatever slope, and then it turned. And when it turned, you could reach your arm down and like skim your hand like against the grass in the ground. It was that close. Seems like a safety violation. Yeah. And at the time, I was barely out of college, and I'm like, that's kick ass. Touch the <laughs> ground. But now that I think about it, I'm like, yeah, how, I could have lost my hand. How many arms were lost yeah. at this place? They measure your wingspan. <laughs> yeah. And I, I always fear that too. That you You're know, whether you have your, your arms, or it's going to be like the one time I just kind of the momentum sends me up, and then I'm they're looking over at the guy with no head <laughs> with the blood, just the geyser of blood. So we we had the fast. I asked you about the the yeah, speed fast pass, pass yeah. fast pass. There, I don't know how it works exactly at Six Flags because I've never had it at Disneyland. And did you have it when you went? Yeah. So it's great because you you skip part of the line, not like the whole thing, but you can also the, the fast pa- the ubiquity of the fast pass has now just turned it into another line, unfortunately. Yeah. And you also have to be careful how you manage it because you can only book two. Right. You only have two reservations fast, at a time. Fast pass management is a course you should have to take before you go because we didn't learn until the second day. Yeah. How to play that correctly? Yeah, we. We rode, I think we rode everything in both parks between all the days that we were there. Now, did you get the stroller re-ride exemption? Did you figure that one out? No. Well, hold, hold That's the you, one where you take your older one up there. Yeah, we, we, could, we did that. Your wife waits with the younger one, and then she immediately yeah. goes back up, so your older one gets to ride it twice. Yeah. And, and that, actually, that actually was pretty much instantaneous for us. Yeah. And we did that, like, to death. No, that was, that was fine. And the other key... If you're if you're going, and let's I need all the advice you got. And let's say you're going, you're at Disneyland, even with your you're with the family, but maybe one of the kids is asleep. The wife is like, you know what? I'm just gonna we're just gonna hang out here. Just meet us back here in an hour, you know. And you want to go ride some rides? Uh, look for the single entry options. Oh, because you can go to some of the most popular rides there that might have an hour or more. Uh, Wait for the line, but if they've got a, a sign for single entry, just go up there and say it's just me, because everybody's traveling in groups, and a lot of people don't. They've we've got seven, but we don't want to divide up, you know, yeah. ever. And I talked to a guy who was in that situation. His family was off doing something, and we were riding Space Mountain. He was sitting beside me, and he was like, you know, if you wanted the best way to do this is just to be like by yourself. He's like. I, I rode this and I went around and I waited five more minutes before I got back on it. And he's like, I'm probably about to do the same thing again. That's awesome. So then you guys just buddied up. And we docked <laughs> probably for the next hour. Then you rode Space Mountain. <laughs> here's, here's an opinion on Space Mountain. It's kind of the six flags of coasters. <laughs> it's basically just cool because they turn the lights out. Yeah. You know, it's a very old coaster, though. I yeah. mean, it's it was 
in its day, though, I think the nostalgia factor, in its day, it was something. I'll say this. Now, since then, they've built the Titan and things like that. So oh, it yeah. And they can't, you know, put that indoors in the dark. So I get it. But, but, but I think that ride now would be scarier with the lights on. Yeah. Because have you, did they ever turn them on? I would like to see what it looks like. I in was there. in there one time and they, like, the coaster stopped. There was some kind of malfunction and they turned the lights on. Freaky because it's. It's We've been like real here. close <laughs> yeah. to it. Tr- yeah. yeah, you can reach down and touch the ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was super <laughs> freaky. Skeletons in there and stuff. Robin <laughs> Williams is hanging from part of it. I'll tell you, an uh, effigy. <laughs> R.I.P. A few other things that were not around probably in our heyday of going to Six Flags. Now they have tricked it up so much. So obviously the. Season Pass has always been around, right? right? And it's always, like, tempting because it's, like, like for us, it was $80 to get in or $100 for a Season Pass. And, but then now they have, you get in there, it's like, well, do you want the Season Pass for dining? And I'm like, what's that? And we didn't get it, obviously, but they have people selling it, and I was so intrigued. They're like, oh, and then if you go over here, you can buy this certain cup, free refills for the summer. For the summer, Ooh. and I think we may have been the only people there that didn't have that. It was like twenty five bucks. I mean, if but, you keep going, and then like, but the thing was that looked like a beating. And what was really disturbing is it's one hundred and six degrees. Like, other than when we ate lunch, <laughs> everybody's drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> everything we bought was waters. Yeah. And I never saw one other person in the line getting water. Ooh. They were like, yeah, top it up. Top it up with Coke or Dr. Pepper or whatever. So they, they do let you bring water in to Disneyland. Okay, they don't at Six Flags. They, they do at Disneyland. They, they, like, encourage it. They're like, please drink as much water as possible. It's the way it should be. I don't know how people at Six Flags didn't have people falling out left and right with it being as hot as it is here. Just, I mean... I don't know how they're not. They don't just have like a conveyor belt of stretchers going out of that. Place. Dave said earlier they're just used to working out in the heat. <laughs> I did not say that. I will say though that like a lot of people there were for like wearing long sleeve shirts, like they know what they're doing. That's what you're supposed to do because yeah. the sweat and the no. breeze makes Evaporation, you cool. Evaporation, cooling, man. Yeah. I will say this though, and it it made me in my uh, my strong belief that you should try your best to have a lot of financial margin in your life knowing what i threw down and being behind in line with the guy with the uh chevy bow tie emblem tattooed on his neck and six kids <laughs> just buying everything out at the concession stand you're just like man you you don't you don't need to do this like seriously well you don't that, need to spend this money it's also in the same category of people that don't take vacation. They don't spend anything like that, but they buy like four Cowboys season tickets and those eight games are that's their that's their vacation and they just go you may be balls right. out. So one obs- one other observation. Um the Disneyland crowd. A lot of people on their honeymoon there. Did you go there on your honeymoon? You did? <laughs> I did. Were you wearing no. I'm her Mickey, and she was wearing I'm his mini T-shirts. No. Okay, thank God. <laughs> Do you ride all the rides? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tommy was wearing the I'm her Mickey, and 
Mrs. Tommy was wearing the where's guest on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you mean, do I ride all the rides? What, what kind of question is that? You mean... I had my doubts. I thought maybe... You guys didn't just hold hands and watch the fireworks show? I thought maybe if it was more than 10 feet in the air, you might take a pass. No, you know what? I The only thing I took a pass on when we went to California Disney a couple years ago was the... Um, We're getting a lot of hand motions yeah. here to it's all our listeners. Really, it's not really good. The uh, gondola thing that kind of takes Ferris your, wheel. Nah, oh. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah, I don't do Ferris wheels. I mean, they're right. I didn't do that. Was one I don't thing do I do heights, didn't but I did California Screaming. Is that what it's called, or did they change the name of it? It this might. It might be the Incredibles down coaster. on the boardwalk. Yeah, I think it's that, the Incredit coaster. It's a pretty fun coaster. Yeah, pretty solid. All right, so honeymooners, and then just a lot of people. It's mainly groups of all females, but people traveling there that are probably in their at least early, to, at least early to mid twenties. So not like high school or anything, hmm. but like mid twenties groups of four, five, six. Usually all, usually all females, but I saw some that was you know maybe like three or four couples because they're all walking together. You can tell they're in a group, and I was like, man. That's just not anything that ever entered my mind when I was that age. Like, hey, let's all go to Disneyland. I, my response—they could, could be local, though. It could be could have been could be their version of going to Six Flags. Yeah, because my response until this time, I went to Disneyland, which is very—I mean, it's a big family vacation. It's very much kid-driven. Was if it ever came up, it was be like, well, you know, I can drive twenty-nine miles. And go be in Arlington. Oh, but it's not even close to the same. It's but not better. It's it's not better than Disneyland. But here's the thing: from our location in North Texas, you would essentially have to fly over Vegas to get there. <laughs> so why wouldn't you just <laughs> stop in Vegas? So, but Six Flags, from like a ride standpoint, the ceiling is higher because they don't have anything like the Titan. Or the Texas Giant, also rest in peace to that lady who got thrown out of there. <laughs> um, but yeah. the, the floor is way <laughs> lower <laughs> at Six yeah, Flags than I at mean, Disneyland. But, I mean, how do you not love Splash Mountain, though? I mean... It was great. Yeah. I told... I think I still... I think I still have it. Um, so we rode that the, the first day. It was the very last thing because the line had been so long, like all day. Because during the day, it's hot. Everybody wanted to ride it. So it's like 11.30 at night. And it's the last thing we're going to ride. You got the kids out there at 1130 at night? Yeah. Dude, he's getting his money's wow. worth. Wow. And so my younger one <laughs> couldn't, couldn't ride it. Um, and we told him, he was like, so we go into Legoland the day before, and they have like a ride that's basically like Splash Waterfalls. I think that's what it's still called at Six Flags. But it's very <laughs> basic. You just go down and whatever, then you stand on the bridge and the water oh, hits yeah. you. He did all that. So he asked me if it was like that. I was like, no, they don't have the bridge, but you'll, get, you'll definitely get wet on this ride. And he was like, well, what does it do? I was like, well, it goes around. I think there's a couple little drops, and there's a big drop at the end. He's like, well, is it goes like straight down? I was like, nah, you'll be fine. Just don't worry about it. So it always takes your picture. Oh, no. <laughs> he, I mean, he, he got off of this ride, and he thought it was great. But look, look at his picture. Going down oh, the wow. fifty foot drop. That is sheer terror. It's just a look of I'm about to die in like one second. <laughs> look at yours, man. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, we were so we were having fun. So uh okay. That picture made me think of it. Not the not the <laughs> ro- 
Hold on, what <laughs> we got from Tommy here? Same thing. Yeah. Oh, wow, that is it's like the exact same picture. And there's also, I'm not going to show it to you, but there's also a picture of the Tower of Terror that they don't have at California Disneyland. So. Oh, okay. Um, All you geniuses. No, but, so we did the, I think it's called the Roaring Rapids at Six Flags, which is the big circular... The raft. Yeah, raft with like 12 people in it. But then, and I forget the name of the Six Flags ride that's like that, where you're in the log. Or it's just a log ride. Log ride, whatever it's called. Log flume. But, uh, so I was there, and uh, my wife didn't grow up in the Metroplex. She may have been to Six Flags, but she didn't She didn't know it as well as, as we did that grew up here, so... <laughs> We were going to it, and she was like, "Is this a good? Is this a good ride?" I was like, "Oh yeah, you know the kids will like it. It'll be good." And then I was like, "Yeah, when you know, fifteen-year-old Dave would come here, this was the ride you wanted to make sure you were in line with that girl you were trying to string things together with." And she's like, "Why? Why is that?" And then you get in there, and she sees the the straddled seating arrangement. And she's like, "Oh, oh yeah. there you go. That was a big player." Yeah, <laughs> at Six Flags. So did you have to stop and do a lot of stuff like this? You take pictures of the characters. We did a little, every a little bit of that. So I mean, we definitely have some of those. And we did the we didn't do the character breakfast. We did the character dinner. I think the character breakfast would put Dave's four bill Six Flags trip to shame. Probably it's pretty costly. But that was for the kids. That was close to being the highlight. The like, dinner was good. They thought that that was just awesome that the characters are coming around they come to your table they take pictures with you and all that they were going nuts did you do any of the bits in the park supposedly you can have a push-up contest with gaston i thought no. that was right in glenn's wheelhouse no i didn't see that going on Love well, was a pull-up contest but the the characters are in character like uh was it maleficent is that how you say it sure that's right she's very snobby and doesn't want to take pictures with anyone and might, a heel. might take one picture and then be like be gone from me children <laughs> you know that type of thing so that's pretty good i like that gimmick we didn't see a ton of the characters in our theory we saw them but they weren't it everywhere too hot, and our probably. theory is yeah it was like you will literally die if you stay out there too i long. went in january and it was probably 65 to 70 and i think that totally changes your perspective on everything because it was yeah. so nice outside it was like, eh, wait in line, whatever, man. It was hot. There was, it was just free and easy, and it wasn't as crowded. Can you imagine 22-year-old Glenn working there? It's 106 degrees, and they're like, yeah, put on the Beast costume and get out there. <laughs> Hug some kids. <laughs> Screw Did you stay that. on the property? No. A guy of your means didn't well, even it's spring for the... Um, big family thing, it's through my in-laws' timeshare, uh, which was like... Three quarters of a mile away from the okay. Well, I guess that's an acceptable excuse. It was. We ate a meal that was inside the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, you did eat there? Yes. And let me tell you, when you get the old menu there, and you're like, "Oh, so the cheeseburger is thirty-five dollars." <laughs> <laughs> wow. So we yeah, didn't. That was a that was quite a that was quite a meal. Yeah, because they they let you bring in. You can't bring in anything, but like when we when it was just us, I don't think we brought anything in. But when the whole group that all traveled together went on one day all together, like we made a bunch of sandwiches and stuff. So you at least for one meal, you're not having to spend money. We used to do that at Six Flags too. Just leave a cooler out in yeah. the car 
And then they, oh yeah, out these, in the old minivan, leave these, the ice chest. Yeah, oh yeah. And they, I assume they still have a picnic area out there that's like shaded. Yeah, they had a few tables, but you can't bring any. Anything. Yeah, you can't bring it in. Yeah, but so got to buy the season pass Coke. <laughs> yeah, we would never eat lunch there. Now, if we were there long enough, you'd eat dinner because you're not bringing. How big's this cooler? You know? <laughs> yeah, bringing cheddars in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm some not, scratch kitchen type not getting food. Getting the steak and tenders. <laughs> I remember being gate. impressed at California, the California Disneyland Disneyland, um, that the food options were different than what you'd expect. Like that they had. They just had like random fruit stands and yeah. and healthier Sh- options. Street and tacos. Yeah, it wasn't just chicken, you know, chicken strip baskets and what you'd expect at other places. It's a lot of what places. I ate that the entire week was hamburgers and chicken strips. They didn't strips. have a Johnny Rockets or whatever it is at Six Flags. <laughs> Do they still have that? Uh they I think I think I did see that. Yeah, but I, I remember feeling like I ate better than I expected to going in. Have you? What other amusement parks have you guys been? To? You ever been to Fiesta Texas in San Antonio no, or Sea World? I've been to Sea World. I've been to Six Flags Disney World, Disneyland. I uh, went to Kings Dominion. Which okay, is like, now let's. Where is this at? It's near Richmond. It's essentially Six Flags, Richmond, Texas, or Richmond, Virginia. Virginia. Okay. <laughs> and it's just it, like I a mean, miniature it's, version. It's probably. It's probably a little smaller than Six Flags Over Texas, but it's that, like, just coasters, not a bunch of theming. It's not anywhere near a Disney property. Are they still flying all Six Flags? You know what? I believe they were all U.S. flags. There were six of them. But then you get in there, and then they still have, you know, Texas and Spain. <laughs> the first ride is the big sombrero. <laughs> that was still there. And the conquistador. <laughs> the conquistador Man. was still there. The bobsled is still there. Yeah, the bobsled's still there. I used to always, every time I ride the bobsled, I think on one of those turns, I'm just going to go over the side, and that's going to be it. Well, I'll tell you that this. was a kid rumor, that and the, the cliffhanger coming out of the back of the track, the two things that everybody swore happened. The cliffhanger, uh, my dad, when we were kids, was always trying to tell us stuff that would, that would freak us oh, out. Yeah. Like he told us on the first flight I was ever getting on, which was going to Disney World with my grandparents, that we were flying Delta, and he was like, hey, son, you know what Delta stands for? I was like, no, dad. It stands for doesn't ever leave the airport. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like crying because I think the pl- there's a chance the plane might crash. He told us the cliffhanger, you ride it, and people will either just leave change in their pockets or right. whatever. You the put suspended like a, penny. Yeah. A penny on your knee. And as they ride it, you hear this stuff falling down. And he's like, now you know what that is, right? I was like, no, what is it? He's like, well, this is a really old ride. And they work on it all the time. But every time they run it, like screws and bolts and stuff come out of there. And then they fix it at the end of the night. So you never ride it at the end it of the sh- day. Yeah, it should be fine. But yeah, you don't want to ride it at the very end of the day because that's exactly, it'll come down. It'll just keep going and just shoot off that's, of the track. Hey, that's what my mom had me convinced of growing oh up, that that would happen. And then it had happened. People had died on the cliffhanger. Very no. funny. Roaring Rapids, Texas Giant. I don't think anybody else has died from anything else out there. Has anybody ever died at Wet n Wild? 
Seems the like somebody would have just been I dumb. I thought somebody fell off the Geronimo. That, that was the rumor. Okay, that didn't happen either. Like you, you know the slides, right? They have the two, the Derstuka. The Geronimo is the, in the middle. What freaked me out, and I don't ever want to ride that again. They claim the rumor, the urban legend was that one bump kind of near the top that you feel like you're getting air on. Yeah. Which you do get air on. There was at least in our circle of friends, the strong belief that somebody came off the side of it and fell. Well, that would have, have been quite an accomplishment. <laughs> Someone fell off the side of it. Is that better? So that's my story from going there. Well, I've only been one, I think it was the only time I went. And I had never been there before, and I just didn't really want to ride the real tall ones. And I was there... Much for the reason that you were on the log ride. <laughs> That's why I was at Wet n' Wild. Of course. And, of course, the first, she was basically like, well, let's ride one of the big ones. I was like, I'm not riding the Durstuka. You're not, I don't, it doesn't matter. You, no, you, I don't care if you're going to do that. I'm not getting on that ride. So she's like, well, we'll ride the one in the middle. And I was like, okay, well, it doesn't go straight down. It kind of goes out. Uh, you know, I could do that. Never been on a water slide before. There wasn't just a basic the one that's like at a pool. Yeah, you didn't or you didn't ease into it. Yeah. So I don't really know that you get on there and you need to keep your legs, you know, <laughs> closed or whatever. So I just kind of get on and just kind of push myself and start going. Well, it gets to that hump and my leg, I felt like it was starting to go off the edge. And then you hit the other slope and I, you know, I made my way down and I was fine and got out of there and like how was it? I was like however it was, that's the last time it's going to be cuz I'm not getting back on that thing. Never again. Oh, man. So I'm looking this up, and it appears the only recent Hurricane Harbor death here was somebody drowning in the Lazy River because they got sucked into one of the... Or not sucked in, but like got sucked in by one of the um, undertoes, and it was an elderly person. Oh, no. But there was a fall from a water slide at Hurricane Harbor, Los Angeles in 2012. From the slide, like riding it? Yeah, fell off the slide. But they said the guy was behaving inappropriately and violating the terms <laughs> he didn't and conditions. Close his legs. Yeah. <laughs> he came off the side. Yeah, it was also Robin Williams. <laughs> he, was a, yeah, he was a noted comedian. <laughs> it was Patch Adams. Turns out, last words were <laughs> "nanu nanu," but also, of course, rest in peace. Of course. So we have emails or anything? Uh, Gustav sent us an email about uh, another, he brought up another topic related to uh, Six Flags or just amusement parks in general. Like when you go there and you see that there is a, a large group of people related or not and they're all wearing like the same same Ooh, shirt. There was a lot of that going on. At Six Flags. Yeah, there's a, that was a big player I remember at Disneyland. They would usually have the dates of their trip commemorated on the shirt. I ran into those. And you were probably wearing one, so... Uh, no. Family trip. There was one... Yeah, there was one day we all had... It's kind of a bear trap, but so we won't go in. But we had the same shirts on. Uh, but the bear trap is the reason why. I can tell you guys off podcast... <laughs> There's um, a picture of your dog. <laughs> <laughs> kind of even, it was kind of worse. But uh, the only other Not thing really. that we did was when we went to Legoland, we all just wore the same color, just so if got separated, 
not like many the, people like the Rajneeshi. Not <laughs> <laughs> not many people wearing bright orange. So I was sporting my Adam Jones baseball jersey. Um, but yeah, hold on, let me pull up the email. He also asked us if we ever seen a, saw a guy with a fake head, <laughs> six legs. I guess that one kid at, that Schlitterbond, yeah, ma- he he needs a fake head. <laughs> He's still waiting for his. <laughs> um, so he says, yeah, in the eighties, Six Flags used to be overrun with families wearing matching homemade outfits, mm. lots of jams and loud colors, and there always seemed to be at least one albino patron. <laughs> So it's not sure if it's related to going on days where there's lots of Baptist youth groups that were in full force. And he says, thanks for all the colon blow stories. You know, my mother was involved in a t-shirt scandal at Six Flags. Uh Uh-oh. When we were entering the park one day, we would go several times this summer, and she observed two uh, youths that maybe could run a 40 and like 4-3. I don't like where this is going. And... Oh, but there's. I don't feel like there was a that component to this story. I think this. I think. And I think mom's actually in the right here. And of course, remember this is probably late '80s. So I mean, it's a different time. Are you going to surprise me? And they were wearing Iron Maiden T-shirts. They were wearing shirts that, and I, and I didn't even know what the word meant at the time. Just said, <laughs> big letters right on the front. And my mom wasn't going to stand for that being the. Uh, Baptist. Uh, I don't think you should be wearing that there. Sunday school teacher mom. And yeah, she went and flagged somebody down and said, hey, uh, I don't appreciate that. And they made the uh, turn them inside turn out. Them inside out. Yeah. yeah. But she was not going to let that stand. And, the, and that was while we were going into the park. That was when we were, you know, you get through the where you buy your tickets and then you're where you go through the the uh, turnstiles. And it right. Kinda, yeah, that's where it happened. She she was she man. She's like, hold my beer. <laughs> I'm taking care <laughs> of business here. So that was a better decision. Then, when your mom put you in the the truck to go get gas with the known felon, <laughs> yeah, boy, that was <laughs> ride with this guy. That was a weird. That was a poor decision. Yeah, <laughs> that was poor. I will say this though: we along those lines. So we're in the line to gain entry into the park. Like we printed off our tickets, so we're just in like the go through the security checkpoint line. Well, they have, you know, like whatever eight or nine lines to go through metal detectors and security and all that and then over on the right they have like two that are no bag entries so if you don't have anything okay and of course we're staying together as a family my wife has a purse none of us else have anything but we're staying together so those lines are really short so there's this family in front of us who have been to multiple dirt tracks. I'll, let's just leave it at that. I like, only saw one t-shirt in all of Disneyland that was racing related. There was a guy that had like a late model on the back of his shirt. <laughs> I didn't get to talk to him, but I did see it. But that's the crowd we're speaking of here. So everyone in this group has a bag. Like they have a purse, a backpack, something. All of them jump out. Checkered flag. <laughs> Racing Ricky. <laughs> All of them jump out and go over the no bag line, which is clearly labeled. They get up to the front, and the guy's like, you know, we're not set up. We don't have the people on the yeah. other side to look in your bag. Lose it just 
MF and the guy like just screaming and there's like kids everywhere and I'm just like really like we we can't just keep it classy we've been here three minutes like <laughs> wait till you get into the park we start MF and all the employees <laughs> it was unreal man but what was funny is then we ran into them because they had like smaller kids uh and oh same family were in line to buy water totally cut in front of us <laughs> which this was another tirade i was going on with tommy the other day about some story in the news how everyone just needs to calm down at all times like everyone's t level is way too high so like my wife looks and turns and looks at me like are you gonna do something I'm like no like <laughs> it's all right like we're gonna stay in this line two extra minutes it's okay yeah so they go up there and buy their you know doritos and cokes and then like they're probably eight-year-old son turns around takes three steps and throws up everywhere and then things that wouldn't happen in disney world like four employees come around and they all stood there for like 15 minutes just just staring at it like and then looking at each other and then looking at it (laughs) yeah that would have been magically cleaned up immediately the magic like stars and crystals above it it would just disappeared and there's some kind of stat at Disney World that I've heard before about how long the average piece of trash stays in the ground, and it's like shockingly low. It's very clean. They have plenty of trash cans and, and recycle containers, whatever, when you got that. I haven't been to Disney, a Disney property in a while, but I also remember like everyone, concessions, people running the rides, people working the line, like they all seemed in a much better mood than the people you get at Six Flags. Not not your experience? Um, I, I, for the most, it wasn't like going to Chick-fil-A. Okay, you know? really? See, I was like remembering it at that they were level. All, they were okay, but I was just pretty much neutral to it. They're, we didn't have an experience where anybody seemed to be beaten down or rude, but they were just they were just doing their job. But you mentioned like customer service. We didn't have any issues ourselves. I can't recall seeing anyone that was upset, whether waiting in line for food, for a ride. There wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of bitching going on. And yeah. there could have been, because trust me, it's a bunch of people with little kids, and it's 97 degrees most of the day. There could have been plenty of frowns, but... It's the uh, happiest place in the world. Uh, you know, we had a few kid issues. Always going to have one or both of them throw at least one fit a day. Um, but overall, we came back, still a family. <laughs> there are no papers being served or <laughs> anything like that. So, But but you got to – the fast pass management is very important, but you, get, you also got to get it. So because we are doing it soon. I don't know if it will be next year. Don't go without a fast pass. I think you got to get it. Okay. Especially if you're going during the well, summer. I don't know how crowded it was in January. I, I no, it was much better in January. I, I there's a website that tracks their volume per day and you got to you got to pick and just pull kids out of school and go for it during an off peak time. Yeah. It's if, totally worth it. If, Plus it's not as hot. If you go during the summer you'd have to have it because yeah. then you're you were people get in the park and there are the one, two, three primary rides. And they are going straight there. 
And if you can get in and go straight there, you're not going to wait very long. But if you're an hour or two into opening, then, you know, Space Mountain or the bobsled ride that they have there is like an hour wait. And I think <coughs> Space Mountain got up to like 90 minutes at one point. That's a long now, time. I was going the Fast Pass, and I was waiting like 15. But an with hour... With an your new friend? Yeah. Rex. His, his single male friend. <laughs> um, but yeah, 90 minutes. And I was like... And I think... Maybe that one or one of the rides during the course that we were there, because you can pull up on the app and you can see how long all the waits are, 120 minutes. And I'm like, I wouldn't wait two hours if they were taking us to the moon. There's only one option that's to walk with me. As you don't know where you're going, but I know where you're going to be. You're lost in this crazy world, searching for your destiny. 